Okay, last call. Order now before I turn on the lights and you really see what's going on with yourselves. <laughs> Hey, hey. Oh, what's up, folks? How y'all doing? Another round of Bar Talk. It's your boy, Ken. Fab. Yo, it's Dave in the building. And it's the Last Call Podcast. We over here just going around talking some mess and, you know, having a good time, talking about some serious issues, but also talking about stuff that make everybody laugh and giggle at the same damn time. Um, How's everybody work week this week? It's good. It's Wednesday. We're doing Wednesday this week, guys. But most importantly... It's it, National Wine Day. Wine Day. And Dave is mad. As you Man, can see. Fuck all this wine shit. My day, my, my week has been shitty. As you can oh. see, Dave well, wasn't. Well, 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 first of all, I just want to, you know, thank the creator. Right. I'm on a new job right now. Okay, yeah. bless up. It's a good, it's a good, a good denim company. We're not going to tell you who it is. Going to try to get me fired for the shit I'm talking about. <laughs> bless up on Dave and, you know, we, we, we're all for the advancement. But of, it's a hard week, though. Folk. It's a hard week. And I really wanted some liquor. I wanted some liquor today. But it's National Wine Day. So let, let me give you some background information on the situation and why Dave is a little <laughs> sick right now. Um, we had an opportunity for two different uh, featured uh, beverages on our show today. We had a really good tequila, which we'll save for another episode. Uh, but also a really great uh, Sauvignon Blanc sponsor. And being that it was National Wine Day... Uh, me and Fab came to the consensus that it was only appropriate that we share and enjoy our conversation over a great bottle of Sauvignon Blanc, you know, a white wine, being that it's wine day instead of tequila. But don't worry, Dave, Dave you'll have your day in the can sun. We, can don't we worry. have a preface to like how last night we talked about this, right? We, we talked did. about this. Right. And the consensus and okay. the vote was. Okay. We're gonna go tequila. No, it was more of like a fine you'll fab, win thing because I originally did want to do wine and Ken was down and then Dave came in and fab, was like, "What did you tell me when we were together?" I said, "Fine, we could just do tequila, but this makes more sense." But mm, what but, da- what Dave is conveniently leaving out is that we didn't realize until today that it was National Wine Day. But if we do not have rules and regulations, then what do we have? We have wine. All right. <laughs> let's get into the let's get into the show, y'all. Episode two. <laughs> um, so the wine that we're drinking today is Starborough Sauvignon Blanc. It's a New Zealand, um, it's a New Zealand white wine. It's beautiful for the spring and for the summer. Uh, very crisp. Um, get little uh, fruit on the palate, full of minerality. Mm. Uh, not too dry, not too sweet. Something perfect for you know everybody that can enjoy a, a nice cold white wine on a. Nice warm day. Like today, where it was absolutely probably the most beautiful day that we've had in New York City this far. Would you guys Of agree? all time. Yeah, of the year. Of all time. Of the year. Of all time. I mean, <laughs> it, it, it well, all time is... Dave's I mean, still mad. Yeah, can you tell? I must say that um, I'm not a Sauvignon Blanc kind of person. I usually am a Pinot Grigio girl. Right. And this is tasty. This is really tasty. You enjoy it? Yeah, it's nice. It's really light. Like, not too... Like, no aftertaste. Sure. So appreciate this, Ken. Yeah, no problem. I mean, the, the good folks came up to me and whispered in my ear they enjoyed last week's show, and um, you know they they wanted to uh, find out if they could you know get one of their wines featured on the show. So I mean, it just happened to work out perfectly, right, Dave? I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. As much as I want to be a hater right now, I'm not gonna lie. Um, 
This shit's good, man. I'm, I I wish that I could be like 32 years old and appreciate this shit, but I'm not. Nor am I a woman, so you know. What? That just sounds like massage You are such a brat. Yep. Yep. <laughs> he said he. Yeah. You better believe I'm the only child. That's fine. Meanwhile, Dave has had two cups already. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm going. On my by third. far, has had the most. No, no, I'm sorry. It's not two cups. It's three cups. Dave has by far had the most out of anybody in this room. I just want to point that out and make that clear. Because if I'm but you were saying, wine, Dave, I'm sorry. If I'm gonna drink wine, I'm gonna drink wine. No. <laughs> See, anyways. Clearly. All right. On to our first segment. Dave, you ready to help me with this? Go for it. Nobody's perfect. Hey. Nobody's perfect, baby. Hey, hey but you're perfect to me. You rocking, you rolling, we rocking. No, I'm sorry. Oh gosh. Speaking of that, I can't sing. This segment, this segment is called um, "Nobody's Perfect." Why is it called "Nobody's Perfect," Dave? Last week we might have got a couple things wrong, fact-wise. Right. So we just said, look, we're going to fucking correct this shit every week. Right. This is a new segment. We're going to be trying this shit every week. Right. Let us know. Comment section. Yo, if we did something fucked up, let us know. This is the purpose of the segment. We want some feedback, right? Well, I mean, we're, we're not just doing this for our ears because if we do, we wouldn't have put it on a microphone. Right. Um, but some of the things that we talk about, granted, we're talking about over liquor. So some things might co- not come out the exact way that we intend them to be. And we encourage uh, the you know corrections. Luckily, after listening to the show a couple times, we got some feedback, but we also caught a couple of our corrections. Um, anybody want to start off first? I'll start. So last week I mentioned a very um, memorable time in baseball, right? <laughs> and I said I mean I wasn't that far off, and given what's in the news now, but it's fine. I'm gonna own up to it. I definitely said Zimmerman, and I meant to say Zimmer, as in Dom Zimmer, as in one of the old coaches of the Yankees. And you so did that's say my you did say up. Don. You said they Don. Oh yeah, Don. it was just the last. You know, I got like that other guy on my head. Um, oh Zimmerman. We're not gonna talk about him today. Wait, so for every mistake, yes. we're all taking a drink. Okay. For our personal mistakes. So right. Fab's gonna take a drink. For yeah, Zimmer. well, yeah, one, and then I had another one. Oh, um, oh. I may have mistaken Flint for oh, being in yeah, Missouri. That was a big one. And you know what? That goes to the bigger issue of um, New York education. <laughs> <laughs> no, but just like a lot of people don't know, you know, where Flint is, and like that's unfortunate. And I'm one of those people. And, um, you know, I just got to do better. I do. So I'll be taking two drinks uh, for my mishaps last week. Cheers to you, fam. Thanks. And uh, who's next, David? Well, um, I uh, might have said a word that wasn't real. Mm. However, after further, (laughs) further, (laughs) after further research, I found that desegmentation is a word. So it has to come from a root, which is desegmentate. No. But because Google does not absolutely recognize the conjugation of desegmentate outside of desegmentation, I'll take a drink for that. Just for the sake of that Google didn't recognize it or that the fact that it's not a word? It's it's because Google didn't recognize it. Okay. I'm a progressive thinker. Like, you can't can't box me in. Right. No, I'm all about thinking forward. You can't box me in, man. Right. So um, cheers to Dave. So Dave will take one drink. Cheers. Here we go. His fuck up. Um, <clears throat> I will take a couple of drinks. Well, I'll take a drink and a half. One drink because okay. So when we were talking about Hennessy's numbers, and I, I uh, we were talking about cases sold over a year. I slightly exaggerated their um 
annual sales a year. So I, last week I said Hennessy does about 10 to 15 uh, in the U.S. 10 to 15 million, 10 to 15 million in the U.S. It's actually around six to seven million in the U.S. and 10 worldwide, as opposed to the 20 that I said. So um, that's one of my. Um, but you know what, brother? That's not even that far off. It's not, but I mean, I'm, I, I'm, I'll, I, I noticed the number when I heard it. I researched it a little bit further and went a little deeper myself. So um, you know, I'll sip up. I'm, I'll man up to my mistakes. This is what this is about, right? So I'll drink to that. Mm. Ew. That minerality is everything. You could have waited. I could have, um, but I didn't. What's the second <laughs> um, one? What's the second one? So listen. So the second one, and um, it's actually quite comical. If you listen to last week's episode, um, we went in a little bit. We went in on on Budweiser, number one, <laughs> and um, we compared um, Diddy to Donald Trump, <laughs> policy wise, right? Or excuse, policies, but personalities, right? And business acumens. So funny, be that it this week, I went to the Bad Boy Reunion concert and came this close to having a Budweiser. I didn't. I didn't. I had hey. a Brooklyn Lager. Only off of the strength was that we were trashing the shit out of Budweiser <laughs> last week. If we didn't, I'll tell you. I'll be honest. If we didn't say a word about Budweiser last week, I would have had a Several. Budweiser. Wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. Did you see like a small? Fab on your shoulder, like <laughs> Budweiser is the bullshit just, of beer. Just throwing me the, the meanest bull- shade, like really. Oh, we found out what really. That water- Remember that watermelon beer? Yeah, I found out what it was. You did some research on it. I did some research on it, but okay. not right now. Not right now. I keep going. Okay, so um, I mean, going into it, so I I, I went to to the um to the Bad Boy reunion, uh, family concert. Which, by the way, I will say, I've been to a lot of concerts in my life. Easily. If you're an 80s baby, if you were raised in the 90s, right? If, if, if you were in middle school and high school in the 90s, this was probably by all lengths one of the best concerts you might have ever gone to. I'm talking about every single... I, it, put it this way. If you bought... If you're old enough to buy singles, like the CD singles in the store, this was a concert you had to be at, right? I'm talking, of course, Puff. Uh... I mean, it was, first of all, it was Biggie's birthday, so it was a tribute to Biggie all night long in Brooklyn, right? Mace, The Locks, uh, Faith Evans, 112. Yeah, I went on Saturday. So you went on Biggie's birthday. On Biggie's birthday. So it was, trust me, everything. Every, the biggest tribute to Biggie ever. Ever. I'm talking about, so, so we'll go back to, to some of the bigger, the bigger performances of the evening. I mean, no lie. I mean, I mean, I'm a big R&B fan. 112, 112 killed it. 112 killed it, right? Put it down. Faith Evans, put it down. Carl Thomas. Carl Thomas Carl, before? Carl Thomas oh. still has it. You, you, uh, you, you would have never thought, like, because nobody has seen or heard, heard from Carl Thomas in the past, uh, I don't know, it's been a 10, fit since Summer Rain. Carl Thomas still has it. I believe so. He's he's a real nigga. Um, one of I mean, Dave was talking about last week. Total that that was Dave's um, you know, shine to light. So I mean, Total came out, but I mean, Total was kind of lip syncing. Mm. I mean, I, I'm not gonna fault them for it. They yeah. were still they were still doing a Diddy they pop. The, yeah, I saw some Snapchats of that. I felt like I was there. Honestly, it looked like a good show. I'm not an avid like Snapchatter of 
every single scene yeah. of a show like some are I literally Snapchatted every single like performance that I could. My battery was on, just happened to be on eighteen eh, percent from the start of the show. Oh, so there was some, there happen? was some that I missed. Yeah, because I'm, I'm just a fool like that. I, I actually had no plans on going to the concert until. Shout out to um the homie, uh, Nick Storm from Ciroc and the homegirl Lulu. Yo, they, I, I had uh, until four thirty, five o'clock. I had no intentions, no plans on going. My homeboy, because you know I work for Empire. My homeboy mm-hmm. from Ciroc just made it happen. He's like, "You want to go to the show? I'll put oh, you in the box." Dope. All that. Um, they had um, open bar Ciroc girls walking around, and uh, uh, you know, of course, the Ciroc outfits, handing around uh, water bottles full of Ciroc and orange juice or Ciroc and cranberry Jeez. juice. Just made the whole scene. Uh, outside of the concert, it made the ambiance even crazier. So, um. Shout out to and, and there was one I, there was one performance that stood out in my mind mm-hmm. that I just had to like uh, let the world know yo Mary J still is oh, still's got God. it Mary J still got it like not only is she beautiful not only is her figure in picture perfect form and shape mm-hmm. but she's over there dancing like Beyonce and still singing like like Beyonce like Beyonce wait 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 wait, wait, wait. we're gonna get into that right now because. She does not dance like Beyonce. Bruh, she no, 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 no. I'm not saying she is Beyonce, but energy. The energy is there. The energy is there. The energy She didn't go on for Listen to me. Listen to me. She didn't go on for a two hour show with 15 backup dancers going back and forth with her. She was on for maybe 15, 20 minutes, but for those 15 and 20 minutes, her energy was up crazy. Okay. But before, just to correct you, Dancing like Beyonce would be choreography, right. right? And that is not what. And dancing like Mary J. Blige would be like, like I said, my drunk Aunt Kim at my last family reunion. I love you, Aunt Kim. I know you listen. Oh, to that's this. a real person. No, yeah, that's that's my real. That's oh, my hey, real. Aunt. Kim. I'm telling you right now, Aunt Kim. I don't know you, but you wasn't moving like Mary J. was moving. Oh I, damn! Oh, you just not gonna do <laughs> I'm just I'm coming to buck with you. Mary J. was up there getting it. If you ask anybody that went to that show, the performance that stood out the most by far was Mary J.'s. It's because she old, all them old ass black women was in that joint. Like, oh, I love this song. Nah, Anyways. bro. Okay, I mean we can move on, but I mean that that's, that was just my take for um for the weekend. Yo, Puff. I mean, what, regardless of your your business acumen, just hit after hit after hit. After, it was just a reminder of. But by the way, where's Craig Mack at? That, that was that was He's only, in jail. Is he? Yeah, he uh. converted to Islam and then. You sure that wasn't? I'm, I'm gonna double check. You sure that wasn't Loon? Oh, that was Loon. No, that's my fault. <laughs> that's not in jail Craig Mack wasn't there. Uh, Craig Mack was not there. I know G oh. Depp is in jail. Yo, Craig Mack is G Depp. No, I think it's. I'm, uh, yeah, that I think it was recently it was too. Yeah, that was recently. That was like last year. Oh damn! Yeah. What the fuck is he? What is G he Depp? Doing? No, G Depp caught a body. Like oh. Never like he just let it go and just out of nowhere, ten years later, just turned himself in because he found religion. He's I need to pay for my sins. Oh, religion. G Depp did that. Shake, so make which this one? Money. No, I know Take who that is. Um, what about no and Loon? Loon, uh-huh. Loon had a similar uh-huh. situation. Yeah, as Loon, well? Loon uh-huh. fled. He went uh-huh. to like Islam. Like he literally oh, went. Oh, he to went Mecca there. Oh, okay. And like no, never no, no, came no, no, back. No, no, he went to jail first. Oh. Then when he got out, he left. He's oh, like, oh, so he's not I'm in jail not. anymore. No, no, he's we like need a, a bad boy family. Where are they now? Right. VH1. Do that. I want some royalty. The last two episodes talking about bad boy over listen i'm just letting the people know about the concert the concert was everything 
I, I would go to the show at the Garden in September. I would, in a heartbeat. Uh, Just putting that out there. Meanwhile, you know, this nigga Puff, he, whatever he did, he had surgery on his rotator cuff today. <laughs> he was out there getting it too. What? He Harlem <laughs> shook too hard. He said, he said, yo, he said, and I quote, "Thank God I was able to make it through them shows, but I got to get this surgery." That's where that lean was coming from. Right. Lean, that's, what, lean. that's what I'm throwing that weight at the coach at UCLA. I mean that, and he had this big ass mink fur on that probably would have put some weight on his down. shoulder too. Yeah. <laughs> that shit was huge. Oh gosh. Um, Fab, I mean, I know you got some music for us this yes, week. We didn't get to it last week, music. so um, we we gonna step into Fab's corner and have her, you know, put us on to some fly ass tones. And um, you know, what what you got, Fab? Um, yeah. So what did we do yesterday? Well, <laughs> what I was about to say, <laughs> Dave was trying to take the shine. Um, so my music a choice, or I don't know what I want to call it yet, but um, this is what you need to know in music for this week and something that you guys got to look out for and it's on oh I'm not playing anything yeah it's um so it's actually I'm going to play some stuff usually but this album is about to drop and it's um you could pre-order it right now so me and Dave we went to the listening party last night of Ro James and if you don't know who Ro James is you need to know because he's got that fire song what was the name what's the name of it I'm going to get to it okay. um Ro James has been making music for years and he's freaking talented as shit um if you listen to like luke james that's like your guy because they're they have similar names but they're not related but they're boys so but yeah both like he can sing he sings really well he has a really dope unique sound um and he had this ep called cadillac um pledge of allegiance used to be my track so if you want to get introduced to Ro James from the beginning, go to Pledge of Allegiance, listen to that. Um, and then his new album, and it's called El Dorado, is being, it's it's on iTunes right now, so you can go pre-order it. It's um, coming out this week. But yeah, so we were at the listening party, and they were playing um, some of his songs for us. And um, it was really dope. El Dorado, he has some like really good R&B tracks on there, like genuine singing, real singing. Um, his range is great. Yeah, it's really raw. But my favorite part of this, the um, event was the goodie bag that he gave us. Oh, and like, oh, this is yes. where event branding is so important because it's like you want your consumer, your target market, or whoever is at your event to walk away with like a piece of you, right? right. Um, he gave us his goodie bag. It said El Dorado on it. That I saw that bag. Mm-hmm somewhere yeah um i mean i snapchatted it maybe that's okay. where you saw it yeah but um so i started pulling out the stuff of the bag and there were like all these unique things in there there was a small honey jack <laughs> like the, the, 50 the little yeah, yeah. Okay. the little baby joint um a pink or white depending on what bag you got a bandana with or black, or black yeah branded with um el dorado uh, a pin that was like El Dorado, like a pin to put on your shirt, so and like, then. But you're missing. So his his, his logo is a oh, scorpion. Yeah. Mm. It's a scorpion, so the scorpion makes the R. That's like I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, I'm you're really good. into like logos and like branding and like shit like that. It's so like when that scorpion shit is like really really dope, and I got two of them, so you know. You got to yeah. Dave is the guy. The plug. I'm the plug. no. You're the black guy at the event that take all the <laughs> oh, hors d'oeuvres. Wow. <laughs> and all the you, you everyone are, has those friends. You are but he not took the two gift bags. 
but it's fine. Jesus. <laughs> and then he gave us bamboo papers. Roll up. Thank you. Oh, what are those for? Um, the good ones too. And then a Magnum condom, right? And the part of that is just so hilarious because it's like even if you're a girl and you use that condom, you're like gonna be thinking of Ro James. It was like him in a bag. So, anyways, yeah, El Dorado. Pre-order it now. I think it comes out in a couple of days, and it's really good. Like, really, really good. If you need some R and B in your life, Ro James. What's his big single that I've been hearing on the radio? Uh, permission. Mm-hmm. Permission. Yeah. Um. Forget how it goes. I. I mean. But yeah, it's it's a it's a dope it's a dope R and B the R and B feel to it. I definitely the first time I heard it. I definitely shazammed it. I was like, damn, this shit is fire. Yeah. I can, um, let me, I have it, actually. We can cue that up. Let's see. Oh, actually, the the album is in my iTunes now, so I guess it's oh, out. You play, that, play that permission for people who don't know. Yeah, that. well, let's play. So this is permission for y'all who do not know. It's a very smooth track. Go grab a booty or something. You need to. It does. I'm grabbing the booty right now. No, not whose booty? <laughs> You're grabbing your own. The cat's booty. It might be my booty right now. There's a cat in here, I'm y'all. Love you so. Here's permission by Ro James. have my phone in my hand i was like yo where the where's my sh- yo son shazam that shit hard as a motherfucker <laughs> god damn i said shazam that yeah man so i've been rocking with Ro for a really long time go to sobs at his shows so yeah i'm happy for him that he's on the radio like it looks like he's he's doing really sure. good yeah you know what i heard i heard that bieber comes out like bieber's like opening set before he comes out and does all that my mama don't love you shit like he comes out to this nigga Ro James. That's that's crazy. That's, that's a fucking good look. That's a good love. That's an amazing right look. And you said you said Ro James been out. White bitches right Ro James been out for a while. Yeah, I've like, been listening like to him to for like four or five years. I like to see that. I was um I like the struggle of an artist to you know to pump his 
music out to get big to get people to hear it you know go through the trials and tribulations and to see them finally come out on top and mm -hmm. you know start to bubble i i can appreciate that you know I, yeah. I, i'm uh, yeah, yeah, robin thick was one of like the first I used to listen to Robin Thicke when he had long hair. A lot of people don't oh, wow. don't even know oh, Robin yeah. Thicke had long hair. I saw that first he had video. Long shaggy hair. But that's I, crazy though. I was rocking with the Robin music Thicke was way different back then though. Right, but that's what it was. It was on a different field, but it was still R and B ish. But you're right. It was he on a different. Matter of fact, for real. it was when Napster was out when that album first out because I was trying to download it on Napster. Nigga, I could you never get shit. Nigga, I couldn't. <laughs> Don't be mad because you because you, you ain't know about that. Napster revolution. I knew about game. Napster, but they, I was like, "Yo, Napster, where, nigga? On what phone? On what computer? We had the worst." No, are we on Twitter? Yeah. So yep. I mean, okay. so Napster was uh, trying to find Robin Thicke was always the mission. So to go from that to see him chill with Pharrell and Ti and put out, you know, his hottest song in the summer. Like I can appreciate, you know, now that the, the climb that Road James is going through. So I mean, that's probably I salute that man. Um, but so. yeah, so that's the music of the week. Um, sports. Dope. Um, so the Cavaliers just rocked. Beat the shit. Sorry. The Raptors. I mean, they won. I mean, at the end of the day, it goes down as a win. It doesn't matter if you win by one or forty. Mm, it's still a win. Kind of matters. I mean, back, back me up, back me up. Come on, nah. I heard it. I mean, it absolutely doesn't matter because if it mattered, then they would have swept the series. Okay, okay, a win. You're right. A win is a win. Now, moralizing though, we're talking about mentality. Beating somebody by damn near forty points in I'm the sorry, playoffs. Beating somebody by thirty-eight points. Right. It's pretty much a big deal. Right. Though. Are you sure? <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. In the sure? playoffs, it is. Come sure? on, Ken. Bro, you know it shouldn't be that. You know when you get a thirty sure? piece, you get. Well, like I'm just saying they won by thirty. They won by drink. thirty points in game one. So if that's the case, then the series should have been over. and They should have swept. Then yes. Well, we got one game left. Um, I'm just saying if that if that's what matters, then they should have swept. Then yes. This is what you want to hear right now, Kenny. You were right <laughs> last week. It's, I'm not. It's not about being right. No, I'm just asking you a question. I'm, I'm going to give you, you said just it's due. demoralizing to a point it where it's is. just. I mean that it means more than a win, and I'm saying that it doesn't because but it's like, just another imagine, game. Imagine like a two game run where they felt like they were doing something, and they and then LeBron was like, "Hold on, big fella." I mean, but that's what LeBron did though. <laughs> LeBron had his two game run, whereas they went 2-0 and won in demoralizing fashion, and then the Raptors went back home and they won the next two games. Did they not? Hey, what's that Thunder score, though? I mean, so the Thunder are up right now, but yes. we weren't talking about the Thunder. We were talking about the Raptors and the Cavs. Um, the Thunders are are, are getting, getting cool. they're getting in the Warriors' ass right now. The Cavs series will be over by the weekend. No need to fret. Everybody can go back and be in They calm. play Friday now? Is that what it is? I mean, the... Because um, Warriors play tomorrow. The Warriors play tomorrow. So Cavs play Friday? Right, Cavs play Friday. Gotcha. I mean, either way, it looks like the all series will be over by the weekend, being yeah. that the finals start on June 2nd. Well, I'm, I'm not going to talk shit. <laughs> Which is like Wednesday. Wednesday, right. I really think that um, the Warriors will try to win game five. Well, because they're, they're not going to try and win game five? And they'll probably win game five, but I think it'll be over in six. Right. I just see, I mean, what we talked about last week is just the exploitations of their weaknesses. They don't go big. Right, they mm -hmm. they run a small lineup out all the time. Right, and in contrast, the Thunder. Stephen Adams is, is cleaning. Well, I mean, up the right Thunder now. have a legit three seven footers on the on the floor at yes. all times between Serge Ibaka, yes. Stephen Adams, yes. and Kevin Durant. Yes. Like Kevin Durant six eleven, that's damn near seven feet, but still has the speed and, and the handle of a guard. So it's like, 
when you're running small versus big, they're not going to get rebounds, mm-hmm. right? They're going to get more block shots. They're going to make shots hard for, you know, the smaller guards. Mm-hmm. There were so many turnovers last night. Yeah. And, like, ridiculous turnovers. Ridiculous, like, sloppy, like, fucking it, it, it dumb was, It was shit. seemingly sloppy, but, like, what I was looking at, what I saw, I saw um, how the Warriors move their offense. It's basically off of, like, a delayed a delayed cut. And so basically what Billy Donovan did with the Thunder was it like, hey, wait for them. Don't just like sit there in the cut. Like wait for them when they cut and be right there. And so like you can get those easy passes if you just stay in a passing lane. That's like really what I saw. It's like a simple, a very simple game, a mm. very simple game. And then they just like shut it down. And with, without Steph Curry hitting mad shots, then like what do you Yeah, I had never so, seen him I miss mean, so many shots. Yeah, he was awful last night. I think the injury that he had in it's game two is him. hurting him. His elbow, and his elbow, his elbow is noticeably swollen. Like you can see it if mm-hmm. you don't have a high definition TV. You can still see his elbow is <laughs> so, bigger. No elbow, the, no knee. What do you have? Well, um, are they on the same side? That are that they're hurt. Either way, when you do a jump shot, you you jump yeah. on both legs. No, I'm not saying that like that would make it worse, but I'm just saying this, like it's crazy leg, because people are like, yeah, hurt. he's they're reporting that he's seventy percent, and they're like, oh, y'all are making excuses. Like, no, like you guys, you guys have seen the season the whole time. Like, this is this a is different clearly, Warriors it's it's team. Like, this is a different, and it's really sad. The, the best player on the team is clearly not what he was throughout, and that's momentum too. It affects the whole team. Right. You I, mean, you're, I mean, you're not talking about. Just the best player. You're talking about the MVP of the league. Right. So, clearly, if the most valuable player on the team is not playing at a functional rate, of course it's going to bring the team down. Yeah, and it's mental, I mean, but not only that, but, like, Russell Westbrook is just giving him fits. Just giving him fits. Just running up and down. And and granted, on a bulky knee or or with an arm that that isn't exactly at 100%. Mm -hmm. I mean, you... If you're at 100%, Russell Westbrook is probably still faster than you, more athletic than you, you know, and will give you fit. So being at less than 100%, I can only imagine, like, what is going through his head right now, mm-hmm. being that he's seen him for the past four games. Like, I can't keep up with him. I can't I can't match his athleticism. Mm-hmm. The only thing he has is his jump shot, which is better than him. But if your arm is hurt, your jump shot is compromised, and then what? Yeah, then you're like a, you're regular. Right. <laughs> But um, I don't know. I still have faith. I still have faith that faith that they can do it, and I hope they do. They'd have to win four games straight, though. I mean, there can be three games. Three, and it would have to be three games straight. But they've won twenty five games straight. So that's what I'm saying. That. Like, but it's that, not. It's not but anything out of the ordinary. Granted, I know. I know what you're gonna say, Dave. You're gonna say it's against the competition that they're playing. You're not playing the Thunder. Four times in a row when you're playing you. the 25 games straight. And not paying the guy who but, literally has his head on your fucking mantelpiece. Like, yo, I need to kill this guy every night. Westbrook is really giving between Westbrook and Randy Foy. They're giving him fits every night. We're getting too deep into the sports shit, though. Anything can happen. That's the beauty of sports. That's why I feel sports is the best reality TV. I don't watch. I mean, we were having a conversation off topic about this. I don't watch Love and Hip Hop. I don't watch another scripted ass reality show. Wait, did them bum ass Mets win last night? Um, I don't believe they won tonight. Last today. They won. They won today. They lost yesterday. They, I mean, they played them. The, if you're asking if they've played the Nationals out of the three games, if they won two out of three, they did. I am. If that's the question that you're asking, they did. Specifically, I'm asking. I'm, I'm answering your question. They won the night. day before last night, and they won today. The reason I'm out asking out of the three game set. 
So they've won two out of the three games. <laughs> Dave, if that's started, what you're asking. You started this, Dave. Why? Why'd you bring this up? Just saying. Just saying. Losing last night. Right. Matter of fact, the Yankees win tonight? No, actually, they lost. Fuck. Just putting that out there. Fuck. Um, Anyways. Well, we're going to move on. Um, are we going to talk about Draymond? suspension but it really doesn't matter because even if he was suspended he wasn't suspended uh, but that's but that's my uh, point suspended or not lack of suspension exactly he got, <laughs> it, it doesn't matter if i'm a thunder guy or not man like that shit was like super like inconsequential like he did that shit after and this nigga steven adams he did flop on the second one he, he flopped on that second one it was just like so you think he should have been suspended no okay and not at all I, I'm, I'm just tired of this soft ass i'm tired of the soft ass nba i really am like that's this is why Steph Curry is flourishing right now because the NBA is softer. You sound like T Mac right now. You do. Oh yeah, T Mac with them big ass suits though. T Mac been washed. Some <laughs> knees. Talking about them knees. <laughs> You're not gonna talk about T Mac like he ain't really made the, since when the greatest what comeback in T-Mac? history. My my the boyfriend boy, in high school on. was a thirteen points. Fan, that thirteen points. That was an O. Six. I'm probably oh, gonna five. have to. I'm gonna have to drink for this next next episode. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was like 27 <laughs> points in three seconds. Though. That you're absolutely wrong. On that. <laughs> you should that just right drink now. now. Just drink now. <laughs> <laughs> I think you wanted to drink. That's why you said that. Shit. No, but I, well, I'm being egregious now. But before that, like he literally like made like what it was like 13 points and like someone cut Dave's by seconds. seven seconds. Seven like, or 30. It was it was quick. It wasn't no it 30. Was it, was <laughs> it was quick. <laughs> This is like the end. This is like I think you think I think you think of Reggie Miller that no, made this eight is, points. This is, I'm talking about Houston McGrady. This is Houston seconds. McGrady, man. Like it, yeah, the last time yeah. he was good, it was 11 points. It was 11 points. It was like three threes and then the two. It was it was 11 points. But you're not gonna talk about. You're gonna put some respect. You're, you're, you're gonna put some respect, respect on terrible suits. Yeah, right. You're gonna. He help. don't got a wife or anybody. <laughs> he gonna be feeling that. He don't have Dave in his corner like styling this nigga. That's the problem. <laughs> All right. So well, last thing about sports, we're gonna say 15. It's 15 weeks until the start of the NFL season. <laughs> Just putting it out there for Just you, Dave. Just in case you oh, forgot. he's doing this. Nigga, Ken, who's get your here? team? You're a Giants I'm fan? A Jets okay. Oh, me too. Yeah. Okay, great. This is going to be a good fall. Yeah. Listen, Jets fans are self-aware. Okay? We're, Jets fans are woke. Okay. We're very woke. <laughs> we're not like other teams. We know what we're going to get every season. You got some Vinny Testaverde having it. Who's your team? The The Bengals. We went to the playoffs last year. Put some respect on my name, though. The Bengals. The Bengals. We was uh, 12 and, nope, 11 and 5. How'd you do (laughs) in the playoffs? It it don't matter what we did in the (laughs) playoffs. How did your team do in the playoffs? We didn't go. No, no, exactly. You don't even know what it feels That's like. Fine. I, don't know. I mean, I don't know if I... Okay, so let me ask you a question. Would you rather not make the playoffs? Would you rather not make the playoffs or get blown out in the first round? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm from Ohio, so I'm used to literally like... Getting lying. blown out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Making the playoffs yeah. is, is the Super Bowl to us. Apparently, people in Ohio get blown right. out, guys. Pause. 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 What Let's I'm trying to say on, is, is that like I literally grew up under the Cincinnati Reds, right. who lost in the '78 playoff, '78 oh, yeah, World Series. The fucking Cincinnati Bengals, who right. lost in the '89 Super Bowl. You're talking over my head right now. I'm just saying these are things older than me. Wasn't Boomer Esiason the quarterback at that point? He was just quarterback. I listen to Boomer Science a lot. Uh, Boomer's a great the, quarterback, though. He has a morning show he in New York. To to it's, it's actually a pretty good sports morning show. We can show. move on for sports right now. I, right. I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, uh, Dave, I'm actually a little mad at you um, because we, um, I, I, I stumbled across the uh, Kanye West. Can you pass I, that bottle real quick? Oh, what was that? I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. 
can you pass the bottle? David has a drinking. Oh, you're you're thing. you're refilling your cup, is what you're saying? With the what? Is is it the wine bottle you want? What was that, Dave? I can't hear you. Step close to the mic. There you go. We're, we're at 35 minutes right now. We want to keep moving with the show. Oh, okay. <laughs> you, I understand why you want to keep it moving. Um. So yeah, Dave, I'm a little mad at you because I stumbled across this Kanye West interview with Ellen um, a couple days ago. And um, when I brought it to your attention, you were like, yeah, nigga, I heard this shit fucking four days ago. Like, <laughs> we're, we're, damn, did you feel like sharing it with the rest of us? Well, it, it was, well, we, we all. Um, you like, I gave it, this gave me inspiration. This gave me life for my weekend. So I'm like, damn, can I have life? Is, um, can I have inspiration? Not, it's not just me, Kenny, and Fab, and the friend group. There's like seven or ten of us. And it was definitely shared on Thursday morning. It wasn't. When it happened. It definitely I'm, I'm was. I'm stopping you right now. It wasn't. It definitely was. It made my entire morning because I had an interview that day with a job that I now have, thank God. But thank we God definitely man. put that in the group. Like, hey, um, Ellen. And I was like, yep, that, that, that's dope. That's dope. That was one of the best daytime interviews of all time. Yeah. I, I agree with you on that. I don't agree that it was shared. <laughs> okay, we can it's move. okay. We can let it go. Let's but go let's talk about the actual, the actual interview. I mean, so... There was a lot that was said. It was like he, he Ye went on like a, a seven minute, eight minute monologue rant, and there was a lot that was said. And to the lay person, like I, I so I saw that there was like um, uh, a not like a spoof, but I guess uh, Stephen Colbert went over like different segments and points of it, um, to the point where you know it was made like to. It was to like the interview was cut up to make it seem like a nonsensical rant. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of points that he was making that made a lot of sense to me. Yeah. Right. Um. The one most most point uh, most pointed pointedly to me, um, was when he talked about how he wanted to work with the CEO from Payless, and uh, well, it, so it started off with him saying that he was at a, at a dinner with Leonardo DiCaprio. And Obama and a couple of other people and and Leo's talking about climate change and Ye is talking about clothes and he said how people are looking at him like you're crazy like what you're saying doesn't matter right right um, and granted I I do feel that climate change is something we'll talk about in a later episode climate change is something that needs to be addressed because it's already ninety and it's May in New York right that's truth. not supposed to that's not normal that's not supposed to happen but it's something we'll talk about at a later date. What Ye was saying made so much sense. I mean, like I can relate to what he was talking about because he's talking about working with the CEO from Payless because there are kids that wear certain clothes. You know, and it's not even just in Chicago. It's any hood, any school district that you go to. Whereas, uh, if you don't have this Highline fabric uh, or Highline clothes or Highline brand, you're made fun of, and if you're made fun of, you're bullied. And he made that was a strong point that he made in the interview that I felt even going over the spoof that uh, Stephen Colbert was going over that he skipped over on purpose because that there was a it was a point that made so much sense because I've seen it. I've seen it happen to other kids that, you know, if you if your shoes are raggedy or if they're not Nikes or if they're not Jordans or if you're not wearing, uh, you know what I'm saying, if, I mean, this is back when I was going to high school. I'm dating myself. If he wasn't wearing FUBU or if he wasn't wearing the North Face jacket, you were made fun of. You were made fun of. That's that. That's FUBU. Okay, like I said, I'm dating myself. I don't need you. I don't need your your, your, your comments right now. But you understand what I'm saying, though. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 So what I did mean, you guys? What yeah, did you guys say from it? Even my brother, like, 
I mean, me and my brother went to private school, and one year he had to go to public school, and he went there and like. I mean, private school, we had to wear, well, not uniforms, but dress code. But, like, we didn't have, like, a lot of weekend clothes. So when he went to public school, he didn't have, like, a lot of jeans and stuff like that. But one of the sneakers he he had, it was, like, you know, the shit that you wear in the yard. And some mean-ass kid, and this was at Rampo High School in Spring Valley. (laughs) They were like, oh, he was wearing a green T-shirt. And some mean-ass kid was like, oh, dude, like, bro, like your shirt is the same color as your sneakers and the sneakers are white, but like they had like green grass stains on them. Right. Like shut up kid. Like you're probably, anyways, let me not get into that anyways. But okay, yeah, that's just not kind of raw though. Like the white jeans. With the green well, green. you know, the look, the, the, the look was different back then. Like you yeah, needed yeah, the crisp yeah, yeah, air yeah. force, Jordan, you know, blah, 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 blah. Right, blah. Right, right. No, I mean like, yeah, if, if you didn't have the guest jeans, if you didn't have the academics, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shirt or, you know. It, just it, anything. Yeah, it's, it's different. Just name brand stuff. So when Ye said, I wanted to work with Payless, the CEO from Payless, because I wanted to end bullying. Mm-hmm. Like, I got that. I, that made sense to me. And that actually is, like, while it was kind of laughed at, it made a lot. I couldn't relate to that. It yeah. made sense to me because in areas that I grew up, I mean, Grant, like I said, climate change is a big thing that needs to be addressed, yes, but bullying is something that needs to be addressed as well. Right. Um, for me, um, being in fashion, um, I'm actually working on a brand. Don't ask me the name. Don't ask me when it's coming out. Like, I'm hard working on a brand right now, and one of my main mission statements for was for to be able to get a corporate sponsor and whatever and make sure that, like, charter schools, like these black charter schools, had sponsors to have their own uniforms and make their own uniforms because one of the biggest deals with retention and classroom retention is the kids don't have enough clothes to wear to school so beyond the bullying the kids really don't even have clothes to get them from monday to friday right that's real and that's the beginning of it i mean i feel like if you have some dope clothes you have pride in your education you're, you're distracted. I mean, it's not pride in, your, it's pride in yourself. Well, yeah, but yeah, that, that also it's confidence. Be, right, it also exactly. Becomes pride in your learning, though, because you don't even have time to focus on um, Columbus sailed on these niggas because <laughs> you're thinking about, damn, my shirt ratty as fuck, and they bagged on me for three periods. Right, right. That's and you, and you, and you, and you got to go through another five so for the I, rest of the day so, and through lunch. Right. So I, I'm not really going to like tell my entire business plan, but I appreciate Kanye for like putting some light to that because he was talking about like two years ago designing um, school uniforms for like basketball players and, and football players. So I, I see that he's expanding into something that I was thinking about earlier, but it's like, you know, he has the money to do it right now. So I, I yeah. appreciate him for actually putting light on that because it goes beyond the bullying and beyond that. It's the pride that allows people to actually have confidence in the education to learn more that's how we build the, that's how we build our nation it's kind of serious though just know. no yeah. i mean it's it's real talk though like i'm not i'm not against that i mean it's one of the reasons why i i kind of like outside of the music granted as boisterous and as arrogant as kanye may come off his ambition and his drive and his ability to think outside of the box is one of the things that i admire about him and he doesn't oh, i hate to bring it back to you know, last week that Trump did it. He doesn't care what people think about it. He just, he has his mindset and he goes forward. And yeah. it, it's, a, it's a very progressive mindset. Um, so, I mean, that's, it's something that should be cherished and something sh- that shouldn't be laughed at or, or you know, just um, taken for side thought and just as a joke. Yeah. The part, I guess, that 
stood out to me most was when he started talking about just making a difference like that he truly believed that he could make a difference in the world and you know like that he wants to work to leave this legacy you know like that's that's something that i try to do for myself like i want to leave a legacy behind whether that's like within my family or like whatever work that i do like i want to like change people's lives you know and it's like you not saying everyone should work for that same goal but like what what is the purpose of life you know to influence others for the good or the greater good right, i don't know right i mean I, I just to piggyback off of that again i just feel so so um so just so happy and so much joy when i i see somebody like kanye because a lot of people and we have an issue with like as our own people like like bashing each other when we have like these crazy thoughts when it's really just like super ambitious because mm-hmm. we've been taught to like Oh, only think about this, man. Think about feeding your family. Think about this, and you don't really think beyond that. And I think for somebody who's able to think beyond the hundred million, two hundred million dollar market, like okay, what am I going to do after that to affect my actual community? Like I really respect them for that. And man, for people like me, and I know Fab, I know Kenny's the same way. Like we we thinking beyond that first million dollars right now. Like that's important. That's very very important to see somebody else think the same way because we're not crazy. Because <laughs> we want to do different things, we're not crazy for that, you know. So, I appreciate that. Hard, dope. So, salute to Yay, and you know what I'm saying, fuck everybody's trying to bash him. And if you I haven't mean, saw the interview, go check it out. Yeah, I would definitely. I, it's def- definitely. I mean, it's only six, seven minutes. Yeah, but it's like it, four. But it's definitely. Nah, worth. Ellen got the Ellen got the full six minute uh, joint on her ellen tube right oh yeah but watch the whole thing don't watch and, and it's and thing. it's uninterrupted like yeah he's just going for four or five minutes straight and ellen's just standing there looking back like damn she's like please don't say anything crazy right? don't say don't don't get don't me fired and he did and he did drop he did drop he did drop curses on daytime tv and she ellen just let her to ellen's credit she just let him rock she went yeah. him, she went I mean, she, she's a comedian. she got played it. into it too she gets it yeah, yeah, yeah. she's a comedian she understands oh um, yeah. so um, i'm sure kim k was at home like god damn it yay but yeah our main topic right um and wait we wait, wait. Ra- before what? we get into that can we crack the second bottle though? nigga we gotta wrap it up man you're what are you doing <laughs> someone passed dave the damn bottle that he didn't want to have in the first place of Sauvignon Blanc that it's not tequila, Dave. You know that, right? Yeah, I know. You sure? Yeah. Because you're reaching for it. Like, you know. Get to the tequila. So the main topic for our episode two, we are talking about interracial relationships. Oh, yeah? You said that. You're the one who chose this topic. <laughs> Actually, that, that would be Dave. Oh, okay. David chose, chose this topic. I just wasn't against it. Um, We're going to talk about three major things. One... Is it still taboo? Our personal sentiments personal that we're going to go. Mm-hmm. That's where we're going to go. And then um, the cultural sentiments of black love versus interracial dating. Right. Um, do we want to talk on like personal We'll go personal experiences? first. We'll go personal first. <laughs> okay, Ken. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> you sounded ready. I heard it in your voice. Um, no, I mean, so for me, it's it's not even a thing, but I was born and raised in New York. I I've, I've traveled across the world too. It doesn't. It doesn't make a difference to me, whether it's. Um, I mean, so I've I've dated black women. I brought a black woman to my mother's table. I've brought a Spanish woman to my mother's table. I brought a white woman to my mother's table, and she was accepting of 
all three of them your right? moms my mother yeah shout out to your mom yeah yo. so bless her heart um yadi um and them um yadi um but so i mean for me it, it makes no difference you for me it's you love who you love life is too short to you know uh hold back and, and if you're feeling somebody and you want to take it to the next step beyond you know personal friendship that's what you should do and if that person's comfortable with it then that's a relationship cool um i understand that i have more of a progressive mindset than others mm -hmm. um and i guess that's just what the shit is but i mean for me it i have no personal sentiment have did you ever experience um any backlash on either side either men or women or just like random people you've seen in the i street? did so i mean i didn't personally um but like with one of the girls i used to date, she was italian mm -hmm. her parents were fresh off the boat italian mm. she they didn't they saw me with her one day like just walking together and we weren't messing around i wasn't even holding her hand we were just walking together right mm -hmm. she was walking up her block um, I was walking home, you know, being a nice, cordial, you know, guy that I am. Yeah, I'm a cordial guy at times when cordial. I want to be. Cordial. Yeah, come on, come on. Story. Yo, don't, don't knock my hustle. I'm just, I'm just trying to show that there's dudes like that out there. Um, but so she went back to like her father drove past us, like driving up her block. So he went to like, it was like a cul-de-sac, right? So they went mm -hmm. to, the, to the driveway. She like said her buys and he was like, yo, come here. She like said her goodbye. So I'm like, oh, okay. He's calling over. So she went and told me the next day that her father beat on her because of that, because of that, because not just not, wow. not cause we were hooking up, not cause I was holding a hand, but just cause that she was seen with me and he had the like thought. What's that, that movie? What's that movie? The Spike Lee? Is it Jungle Fever? When he was dating the Italian joint? Wesley Snipes? He was, was fucking, he was, was fucking the Italian joint? That was a Spike Lee joint? Was yes. it? Yeah, that was a Spike Lee right joint. I have no idea. That sounds just like that. I mean, I mean, but I mean, just so like I, I like I said, I know that culturally there are other cultures where it's completely different and they want you to date inside that race. Absolutely. Did that but, affect you, though? Did like the I you felt knowing bad. That, like, I mean, it was more like this. This, this was back in high school. It was like ninth, tenth grade of high school. So it was. Uh, but she still it, it was that it was a different thought. I didn't. I did, it well, like, it's yeah. not. I wasn't deeply, deeply affected, but I didn't know that it was that deeply rooted mm. right that you would cause physical harm to your daughter because she was saying you don't know me you just know what i look like you don't yeah. know that i was on the honor roll you didn't know i was on the football team you didn't know but, i was but actually none of that a good guy to walking your, your daughter home morality, because i just wanted to walk her home right yeah. would you say that none of that actually matters to your morality like if you could be an honor roll student but like you could be a fucking rapist. you could be a dickhead but yeah i mean regardless of that what i'm saying is that i guess you, you. you just saw me you didn't yeah, See of course. He judged. He prejudged right. you. Um, that's interesting that he was off the boat Italian and still felt that way. Because usually, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like not... I've I, My experience with Europeans is they're more understanding. Like, you go to London and stuff, there's more interracial couples in Europe than there are in America. Right. You know? So that's interesting that he was off the boat and he still felt that way and that's really unfortunate that that happened it's not to me because like fucking mario balotelli gets like who mario balotelli is a soccer player in italy he's from africa but he was born and raised adopted born and raised in italy and they throw like the most racist shit on the field when he's like playing for the national team so like when i look at that i see both sides like of what field. what do you mean by like um i mean they, they throw like bananas like little bananas, bananas. Oh, really? oh my god it's so bad they shout the most racist the slurs at him and he's it like for him 
he's from Italy. Like he was born and raised. Well, he, he wasn't born there, but he was raised in Italy. Th- but for him, like it's like it, that's his home, you know. Mm. So, but who uh, who's gonna go for it? next on the next? Um. So I guess my experience. Um. Aside from the fact that I went to a predominantly white um middle school high school uh i dated i one of my exes is is white and um i dated him for like six months let's say six months to a little bit more than that and um it was cool like it was the first white guy that i dated like seriously and i didn't think that i would date a white guy not because like i was racist or anything because i had a lot of you know white friends but just because i never found one that was really interested in me um but yeah i met him and and it was really cool he took me home to his parents and they were they were straight like they i wasn't the first black girl that he had dated he had dated like some mixed girl before me okay um but it was weird like he took me home let's say two or three times to his parents in rhode island um and it was really nice there so i was happy i got to go there i had he took me home because of a wedding and then another time because it was like holiday and i met his parents and his friends and one of his best friends made a comment we were in the car one time and he was like oh like you really like the brownies and i was in the back seat like what some underlying yeah like i I laughed it off but in my head i was like what the fuck does that mean and i don't know if his friend if his best friend like meant it in a derogatory way or not but like it's still like you know those things that you just don't say it was weird especially if you're around yeah oh yeah i was right there so that's why i i kind of felt like he didn't mean it in a in a offensive way but it was still offensive like he just meant like oh you know you like he but he didn't say tan girls like you know so it was it was that was weird for me and then we went to a wedding and like his his friends there were like showing me love but it was like i don't know you know i felt weird i did feel weird and and i did and this is like kind of like another topic but i remember one time we were leaving work because we worked together and um, we were in the subways and he was drinking out of a bottle it was like friday or something he was drinking out of a bottle, out of a bag, takes the bottle out on the subway platform, drinks it. Cop comes. I see a cop coming our way. So I tried to, like, hide the bottle into the bag before the cop seen it, but it was too late. Cop comes over. What do you have in the bag? And I'm like, this. he's about to arrest everybody. Mm-hmm. He gave him a warning. Like, not even a written warning. Like, it was like, just put it away. And and I remember instantly thinking that if if he was black or if I was with a you know a black boyfriend, he would have been arrested. Right. And and I'll and I'll never forget that. Especially because now I know friends that have been arrested for way less than that. That you know that aren't doing anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but yeah, I mean, I didn't. I never felt like awkward when we went out. Like I never got like weird looks like some people have. But at the end of the day, our relationship definitely ended because. I wasn't who he pictured himself with. And that's what he told me. So it's like for women, at least like I and I know I have friends that date white guys and like my my sister is married to a white guy and he's awesome. I love Dylan. Like he's great. You met him, mm-hmm. Ken. And um, but at the same time, like I, I feel too. like black women are this this like fantasy 
sometimes okay. for for guys of a different race and it's like we're cool to be with and you know like fulfill a fantasy but we won't be the one that like you take home sure. at the end of the day or like marry and i'll, I'll get back to you on that yeah dave what are your um personal i just wait wait i i really i i no i kind of want to my shit is minimal and i think that fab has such a um profound experience i i want to i have a question yeah sure so, so the brownie experience like that that didn't deter you at all um no yeah it was definitely a white f- and a he red went flag. along with it and didn't defend you right it was like every it was a definitely it was like a awkward moment and it was kind of like a it was an awkward moment and like I, I don't i don't mean he apologized like, for it after okay uh, yeah, yeah, yeah i don't mean it's in the sense of like i mean of course he can apologize he can't get no ass but uh no, but serious. No, he like genuinely because yeah. he wasn't like that. Like, yeah, I mean, I get that. But his but friend, it was it was more so of a culture shock for him. That's man, that's a lot. We'll talk about this off offline. Anyways, mm-hmm. so for me, um, the funny thing is that the first girl I've had sex with in my own house <laughs> was a white girl. <laughs> she was. I, I worked at this. So I played basketball, ran track, played soccer, baseball, every goddamn sport. In the little meaning little times that I can like get a little break, I worked <laughs> at a grocery store. And Aww. um at the grocery store there was this joint. Her name was Rebecca. Of course. She was. had to Rebecca. Super, you just had to shut <laughs> Yo, oh I swear to God, <laughs> no lie. Her but, name was Rebecca. But but did she have good hair? No, it was it was kind of how you got how you got Becky with the bad hair. It wasn't bad. It was just dark brown and frizzy. It was just a little frizzy. However, she had the Uh, all those human days. She was Becky with the fat ass though. Okay. And I was a smooth sixteen, and she was twenty three, and I was like, "Yo, what's good?" Yeah, and so yeah, that was a whole thing. Um, I'm kind. It hasn't been many. Um, I wouldn't want to say white women in my life but it really hasn't um i don't really have a great gauge on like when white women like me or not mm. and i'm also i don't like to stick around for the whole oh yeah so it's good for the night type thing so i've kind of avoided those situations just because like like my mom told like the reason why i don't really even date white girls like this because my mom told me when i was younger like yo don't bring the white woman to my house so your so your your mother has a sentiment. A my sentiment. grandmother, my grandmother was a Black Panther, bro. Oh yeah, you can't bring that. Home. My father, my father marched with my grandmother when we were young. When we when we when he was young, when he was young, my my my, my dad, I didn't like I not touch a school that had an integrated like system until I was in the fifth grade and my grades were so high I had to go to someplace other than a black charter school. Wow, that's how I grew up. See, I can see, like, when you come from... Because my family is from Haiti, so I don't have, like, roots in the South or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But... Because they're... I'm, I'm first generation. But your racial ties are still kind of... No, like, no, of course. I'm not denying crazy. it. I'm just saying, like, I'm first generation, so I can't be, like, my grandma was in the, you know, civil rights and stuff like that. But, like, for someone like you that has that, I, I can totally see why they, they would say some shit like, you know, don't bring no white girl home. Because it's, like... It's, like... Yes, times have changed, but not so much. For like them, the for 40s them, were yeah. right there. And they lived right I'm gonna tell you, that. Was, they lived through that something shit. Something funny is that now, I mean, I'm 20, 25, 26. I'm like, yo, shit, can I bring an Armenian girl home? Like, I'm like, I'm pushing the limits <laughs> so of annoying. like, what's really white though? Like, can, can <laughs> I have a. Yo, I just met this badass, this 
bad Russian. Is that is that white? She got a little Slavic. Russian in is a hundred percent. She's olive tone. She's olive tone. She's olive. She could she tan real good. Yeah, no, nah, she's, she's still, she's she's still white. Russians, <laughs> Russians be milk colored. <laughs> oh my god! No, I mean, I just so so. I mean, so we we talked about this topic earlier in the week, right? We went back and forth. Uh, I'm not sure what um, internal research you guys did, but I actually asked around a lot of people, mm-hmm. and I did like a, a strong segment of research. Like I asked black men, you know, their feelings on dating white women and Spanish women, mm-hmm. and uh, their thoughts about black women dating white men and Spanish women, and vice versa. I asked black women their thoughts on black men dating yeah. Spanish, Asian, white women, yeah. and what they thought uh, of, uh, or and what their you know connotations and stereotypes with them dating outside their race. Mm-hmm. And it, I'll, I'll tell you, it was interesting because it, it seemed like for the most part, and not everybody, but specifically. Um, what I found the most interesting was that black women, right, felt some type of way about black men dating outside of their race, right? About dating white women, about dating Asian women. Spanish women didn't seem like too much of an issue. I never considered Spanish women like an interracial thing. Just, but, just I mean, but, no. they black. but it, but it is. is. They black. I know, but I they just black. like. But they don't like. They're not they're, black. They don't though. like to claim they don't like black. They don't recognize they're black. They're but because they're not, not from Spain, black. No, 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 no. I'm, no, I'm no, saying no, you're right. No, no. I just like when I think interracial. The first thing I don't think. Uh, the first thing I think is. Dude, if you're like, not going to tell me a thing. Colombian get, woman is black, can I get one minute? And 30 there's seconds. no way you get one minute. A Puerto Rican woman is black. I just want one minute, thirty seconds. Go ahead. Dead ass. It makes no sense from a literal. Like if you look at the genealogy. If you are not from Spain and doesn't like descend from like the European race, if you were mixed in like so everybody from South America, all of the West Indies and Central America, you literally were mixed in between indigenous people, which are black (laughs) and and European who are the conquerors. But like somebody like Colombia, if you go deeper into Colombia, do you know what those people look like in the bush? Like you in the bush. (laughs) They are black. They are black. They're light skinned black people. You're right, Dave, but but again, they don't, oh, they, they do not like the This is a shit. whole nother they problem. They hate. They hate. Like, mm, I it's a, that's a whole nother. They hate, they hate let's get same. back to what we're yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you're right, but we can't oh. speak for how people feel. You're right. Go ahead, Ken. Um, but it was interesting because while black men didn't care, not that they didn't care, but it, it didn't bother them to see a. Uh, black woman with a white man or with a spanish man or with an asian man it bothered black women to for a to see a black man with a white woman or with an asian woman i found that very interesting well, because i it wasn't just like one or two i asked a huge sample size mm-hmm. and it seemed like that was the common consensus between it well do you have anything you want to comment yeah on when i was actually dating this white guy that i was talking about i had several of my black male friends f- make me feel like I turned on the whole race. Because they were like, oh, oh, you see, you see, did <laughs> you, you ask did. Dave when you had this, 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 <laughs> this controlled experiment? Yo, I will never forget. And one of them was, was like my high school boyfriend that we're very cool now. And he was like, wait a minute, are you dating a white guy? 
what kind of what kind of how what did we do wrong that's to you that's different though fast. no but i'm just saying not just him yeah. multiple of you just admitted to saying that i did turn on the race yes, yeah. i'm just saying like again like and and i see it too i do see more black women are like yes you better get you a white man right. he take he takes better care of you exactly. all that stuff go get you a greg get Versus, you a kyle <laughs> kyle is what i know black kyles all right i know more white kyles um go get, go get your neil go get your neil <laughs> anyways but yeah but at the same time like yeah i've seen i've seen it both sides my only issue and i will be so honest with black men dating white women is when they make it about hating on black women you know what I mean? Like, like black oh, women don't do this and they don't right. do that. And then and and I'ma do you know this with this white woman because this black woman is too strong or you know, they bash the black woman and go for the white woman. Like when that is the thing, then fuck that because that shit is whack. But, but when it's just like, no, I like who I like, then that's you. That's I'll, cool. I'll just throw one interjection into mm-hmm. it. What if that black man prefers someone's more submissive? him so he could cheat on her not to see why does it have to be cheating just someone that caters to his personality because there are women that will cater to his personality mm-hmm. that is a thing that is an attractive trait but that's especially a black to, woman as, but, but listen but listen especially yeah. to an alpha male that is an attractive trait so for and i'm not this isn't the case i hate putting general standards on people yeah but for an a, a black woman that is independent mm-hmm. but more I don't want to say more boldly independent, but more outspokenly independent. Yeah. That's not going to appeal to his personality. It's actually going right. to clash with his personality, mm-hmm. especially if you're an alpha male. So that's the only thing I'll say to that. Right. And I agree. But my thing is that it, that's not a black versus white trait. I know white girls that are very outspoken, very independent, like are now with no brothers. I don't know. No, I, I well, but that's what, but I'm all I'm zero saying, white girls. But I'm, I'm saying that they exist, and the point isn't yes, that oh, yes. only black women can be you know boys, whatever you want right, to call it, right, outgoing, right, 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 and right, right. only women, white women can be you know walkovers because that's not true either, and that's right. not really fair to the the independent white woman probably smashing a brother. <laughs> you know well, what I, I mean? I'm, I'm I'm definitely not gonna like take any credence from your argument. Um, my thing is like when I look into like celebrity. I'm I'm looking at when I look at celebrity I'm looking at like like Kim Kardashian in my eyes she's a colored woman what shut up nigga I'm cutting you up right now <laughs> nah. shut the fuck Unplug- up you said colored shut up did you say colored you just say that because she's got a fat ass shut up what? colored you're not serious right now colored David Go ahead. your ancestors I, no, 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 are no, 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 rolling listen, listen listen I'll give you. 30 seconds Give to recant one. your statement. No, 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 Seven no, 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 seconds. And, and, and say it. I will take one. I, I get one. I get one person I can claim as a colored girl before. This isn't you know, the that fucking. Doesn't work this isn't the racial draft, right? You're not on an episode <laughs> right. of Chappelle's show right now. Right. No. I just no. think that. Like, uh-uh. No. 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 Nope. You better, you better draft Rachel Dozier, whatever her name was. She did more for the black people than fucking Kim Kardashian. Never. We will never say that lady's name. I will. No, come on, I will. Come on, bro. Come I on. will. Why? Cause, cause Tell me why. She's done more for black people than all of us put together. 
Bro, bro. What? Bro, we. Us? Us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> us. We're, we're in like, this room. She ain't this shit. She, uh, she, she can't uh, pass see, my college. We got to limit the drink Come limitations. Come on, man. We're, man we're, at a, we're at an hour and seven minutes. Bro. We can't talk But about you can't it. tell me she has it, but keep going. You cannot say Kim Kardashian is colored. You will get kicked out of this whole group. It'll be the last co- podcast with Ken Fab. <laughs> And somebody uh, <laughs> and, and quiet and uh, episode three with uh, Ken Fab Jones <laughs> get shout replaced. Out to, shout out to Jones. Shout out to Rent Money. Um, but the point I'm trying to make is that like a lot of times we're looking at these different races and it's like it's hard for us to identify them as us because they don't really look like us. But they dealt with the same thing and they are literally not of a Slavic or a um, caucus race, they deserve to kind of come with us. If they get more money than us, whatever. But like Kim Kardashian is colored; she's Armenian. Shut up. Um, I will piggyback <laughs> what uh, what you said here. earlier, Fab, yeah. about um. I'm coming back with logic. No, you're not. Um, you're I will piggyback of what you said before about feeling that um, when you said a black man, uh, I'm sorry, a white man will. Uh, He'll, you a black woman will appeal to him mm-hmm. but not to the point where he'll want to like make it something serious something. marry yeah. her there's actually a, a pretty recent study done by rutgers university that actually had someone of the reverse whereas it, it was something as like 84 83 percent of white women have some sort of desired appeal or i think it was white and asian women um had some sort of desired appeal towards black men mm-hmm. but only 13 14 percent of them would actually make them you know or, or let take them, them home take them home yeah or be their husband no 100 and wife them so i think uh, there's some validity to that whereas yeah. like you said it's curiosity um you know it, it's something different to them it's something exotic yeah um but whether they're comfortable enough you know attaching their lives to that person it's mm-hmm. it's something that's completely different and, and the percentages dramatically decrease yeah i mean i don't i don't fault anybody for feeling attracted to like or as a black man to a white woman because you know especially growing up in our times and now it's different if you're a kid now but like in the media you know your poster girls there are no black girls on there like maybe if you really looked or if you were in a family that you know was playing these like the black movies that we had but like for the most part, all these magazines, all these models everywhere is just one looking Barbie type of figure. And it's like, why wouldn't you be attracted to that? You know what I mean? Right. Like, that was what a woman, an attractive woman looked like. Like, look at Baywatch and, like, all these shows that, like, you know, put all these women like Carmen. Ele- what was her Carmen Electra. Yeah, Carmen Electra. All those, all those pinup girls. But then that goes to, you know, the black love. Like, And I have my, go ahead. We can go into black love. Go ahead. I just Twitter doesn't really like. We're not talking about Twitter. They really like Black Love, though. Who's they? I feel like I, my, my 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 best poignant statement was, I was like, yo, the black women I like on Instagram and Twitter, they do not like black guys. Who do you like on Instagram and Twitter? I don't like nobody on Instagram and Twitter. I'd be I can real shit. Do, uh, do they all live in LA? Like, well, half <laughs> of them live in LA. The other half maybe live out here or like between that half live in Europe but like Instagram holes. you worry about the I almost spit on it. I almost spit on Instagram hole the other day I'll be real child but that's another story I almost, should, I got, very, I almost got very dis- disrespectful oh in person in person yeah oh, because God. the thing is I didn't recognize she was an Instagram person and she thought I was supposed to recognize you in Instagram uh, person. Yeah, you, guys gotta, you guys gotta follow 
the the good people <laughs> and i see that i see and i peep you guys in your group chats and your conversations because wait, now how you people are no, listen, don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do this. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Bring it back. Bring wait, it back. You I'm started, talking about you started, like, when we hang out. No, I'm talking about like when we that talk. Question. When y'all How talk amongst. Listen, chest, when you guys talk amongst yourselves about, you know, the the women you guys are interested in. And then the conversation has drastically changed. And we've been rocking with each other for a minute now. It's been like at least a year. So fab. A year when ago. When we're talking a year amongst ourselves. A year ago. You guys were like, oh, yeah, this girl, she got mad followers. And now it's like, oh, nah, her followers are mad low. She's the one. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, y'all ain't low. Y'all are y'all are switching up. Uh, you like, got, you if, guys if, are realizing. If, if, if you're bad and you got a low follower count, low key, that made you a little bit more I mean, attractive. Oh, that made you the that means, See, yeah, you see that this? Wait, not, wait, not, don't let these not, No, no, but, but here's the thing. It's, the, it's just that there's not as many savages on it that you have to compete with. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so it's not about the girls. It's about the guys. No, so, I mean yes you, and no. On the opposite end of that, if you have lower than five hundred, if you have lower than a hundred pictures and you got sixteen thousand followers, See, nah, he's going down. This is a lot of this math. Is science, as I don't even go into. If that you have thing. lower than like hundred and fifty pictures and you have sixteen thousand followers, I'm not fucking with you. This is Dave's Instagram math standards. Like, la- ladies, let it be known. If you don't fit his standards, he's not fucking with you. No. I don't. I don't even know what the math is, but he'll break it down for you. Go ahead, Dave. What is it? Hundred pictures likes have and to seventeen hundred. The square likes? root of your uh, post times your follower count multiplied Actually, by. If the square root of your account is equal or. Le- <laughs> Cut his bullshit off. <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> Dave has been exiled. I love you guys. I love you guys. Fuck, fuck all of you. Fuck all of you. Well, this has been a fun episode <laughs> of the podcast. Oh, man. I mean, but real quick, going into my thoughts on black love. I mean, so I, I went back and forth on this the whole entire week, um, but I'm still stick to my guns, and I'm probably I might get heat for it. I I don't hear Asian love. I don't hear Spanish love. I don't hear white love. I don't hear uh, Panamanian love. So like black love to me, and I understand why people want to take pride in black love. I I. I do not see why it's a thing, and, and you guys can tell me different, argue me down. I, I, for me, I, I mean, go ahead, go ahead. I personally don't feel that black love. I don't. Not that it doesn't have a meaning, but it's not as strong to me because, like I said, it's not like any cultural other has that type of hashtag to it. Go ahead, Dave. You want to say something? Get, get, get off your chest. Small tidbit. So, like, um, black people are literally the most oppressed people on the planet. So, um. We have things like Black Love and Black Lives Matter. It's because they're like we're just trying to like say, hey, we're here too. We're here too. That's that's really all it is. Like Black Love is like, hey, they were raping us as slaves. They were raping us as slaves. Like it, it makes sense for us to be able to kind of like promote to promote like how we love each other because we don't we we don't, and it's important for that. No other race has to have that. Asians are good by themselves. The Spanish people, they they, they love already it. love each other. They lo- <laughs> They're so loyal to each other. Spanish Obly culture, overly love. It's crazy. I mean, yeah. I mean, my my homegirl over here, who is from an island that is split between Hispanic and French culture, she understands that. Yes, right. Yeah, no, I do. Um, I I mean, I believe in black love. Like my thing is, like love is love. And I think that's what you're saying. Kind of, yeah. Love is love is definitely love, but there's something 
it's just like in any culture dating your same this someone that came from like your same background and culture is gonna be you're gonna have a deeper connection with them let's say um there's something about i guess like for me like dating a black man like there's certain things you don't have to explain you know there's certain things that like supporting each other and like creating a family not that i've had created a family but like the idea of it is like really magical at least to me like i i believe in black love and like that's that's what i want but, if but i don't why, get but it why then. can't that be just be love why does it have to be black love well because again it's like it's like the culture thing it's the culture connection like you i can sit here and talk to my significant other if he's let's say he's black and it's not just about like like music and stuff like that like maybe he was raised in a household where he was beat the fuck up you know what i mean and that was part of the culture and i was too but like white kids weren't beat like that some of them were but like the culture of black being black is like you know the food the 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 discipline the the uplifting the church similarities yeah it's just it's just like while everybody can have similarities no matter what culture there are it's just something about being black like you can't i don't want to have to sit here and explain to you how slavery has affected me or like my education or like me going to a school where maybe i was the only black kid and like i don't have to explain that stuff to you it's like it's kind of just like you get it whether you went through it or not you kind of get it right but those are cultural significances that's not love but it leads to it's it's understanding and i feel like understanding, understanding is, is very love. understanding yeah. patience is love that's love yeah the the purest form of love is understanding yes it's yes loud <laughs> dave's drunk dave's dancing right now yeah dave's caught in the moment of the sauvignon blanc um, but we could talk about like. that another time that's like a whole nother right yeah we can dive deep in that and trust me i'd love to go down a rabbit hole one day yeah for sure um, go ahead Dave. I, I mean i know dave has you know has some stuff that he's been uh, trying to go into what you trying to get off your chest dave what you man, been watching this week man man god damn it i know most of my people in here we told we watch the same shit though i just i just want to say like hats off to the writers of like game of thrones this week man like fab this is the best episode this this yeah it was this Thanks. season in every but see every episode of this season has been like oh man it's the best episode but like no. literally this is the best episode like of this season if all my geeks that follow me we all listen to the same podcast man like i have not i don't have to go into too deep into it like into depth like it's, it's good like but just like jesus man like what what have you been watching this week kenny i mean outside outside of, the, of basketball outside of basketball I and mean, baseball game game of thrones was i mean game of thrones is a staple of my sunday but was this one of like you're, are you one of those book follower watch guys? i mean so here's what happened i actually so i due to the nba playoffs and going out on sunday and getting mm-hmm. completely inebriated um i missed the initial showing of game of thrones oh yeah i was but i'm such I'm, I'm such a fan of the show that i actually knowingly that i had work and I had to be up at eight o'clock, nine o'clock in the morning. I stayed up till two o'clock that morning to watch the episode. And def, I was trust me, I wasn't disappointed. It was a great episode. Um, Mind you, you, you learned you learned a lot. You learned a lot mm-hmm. if you paid attention. Yeah. Um, but for the for the Game of Thrones fans, it was definitely one of the it, the best episode of the season by far. Mind you, last episode leaked at like. 
early. Yeah, I don't know if that was done on purpose. I like I, I it's funny because no, so uh, so just 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 a little quick little quick little info thing. So like HBO, they have their own little certain things between HBO USA, UK, New Zealand. And then New Zealand is almost a full day ahead of us. Speaking so, of New Zealand, shout out to the so Shout out. Yeah, so both of the wines we drank were from New Zealand. Right. Um but New Zealand, they released a New Zealand episode on everything, on everything. And so when it released, the people who have their like their computers, like boop, 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 boop. oh oh, it's up. Oh, they took it. Yeah, because I asked Fab. I was like, oh Fab, you trying to come over and watch the um? Oh, yeah. She was like, oh bro, I seen it already. I'm like, how? I said it was up. Yeah. <laughs> I said, wait a second. It's, it's not, seven o'clock. There was how a lot you of stuff going it? on that Sunday. It was Billboard and. The playoffs. So. Yo, yo, Meek wanna wait, wait, wait. Talk we're not gonna know. Nope. Nope. We're not doing that. With that. But, 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 um, it. I think it's very interesting that like the best episode of the season thus far got mysteriously leaked. Remember last season they leaked four episodes. Yeah, the first four episodes. The first four episodes were leaked. So I mean, you know, but I'm I'm grateful for everybody. Thank. Uh, shout out to Double D, the writers and the fucking showrunners. And GRM Germ, you know, it was good. Right. That's Anything great. else you're watching this week? I mean, I watched a little sitcoms like uh, New Girl and everything. Like New Girl's doing really good. They brought Damon Wayne's Jr. back into the fold. Um, outside of that, I mean, fuck Mindy at work and shit like that. Like, I do a lot of sitcoms, but like, I mean, it's not. Enough. Oh, Modern Family finally just had their fucking finale. Really? Yeah. For wait, the forever wait. finale? Oh no, 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 no. no. Oh, okay. No, no, no. I was I almost have to have a finale. heart so Black attack. Is, so Blackish had a good episode. They've had a good episode the last couple weeks. Oh, uh, speaking of black episodes, um, Car- the the Carmichael show is really good. I've heard I heard. That. You know, I and heard. you know, and going going off of that, so I know ABC has just been cranking out shows, mm-hmm. right? ABC has just been cranking out. Good shows after good shows. Carmichael's on NBC. Well, this is what I was going to. NBC has been the exact opposite. That's where shows go for first seasons, and then they fall off the face of the earth. I mean, but let's not forget that NBC had The Office and Parks and Rec. Right. Office, Parks and Rec. I mean, you can go back into Fresh Prince. Oh, I'm not that old. I don't even remember when. All right. All right. So, bless your heart. Um, You weren't alive for one of the best shows of all time, but good for you. (laughs) Um, Nick at night's on. Right. Right. So, but what I was going to say is that recently shows at NBC have not been prospering. That is one of the better shows that I've heard from NBC that that has been putting out quality, um, uh, quality TV. So, shout out, shout out to Carmichael. He's a very funny guy. I, I've seen his stand up probably ten yeah. times, fifteen actually, times, and it actually gets comedy. funnier every time I watch it. I saw him at the Comedy Cellar, man. Like, he's a he's a really really funny guy, man. It, but they also touch on race. Like right. for all of my like mixed like viewers and listeners here, like we fuck I love everybody, man. I love everybody. Like two girlfriends a girl, I had a white girlfriend. So like, you know, I'm I'm here. I'm here. I'm here with everybody. Dave has a lot of love to share, folk. <laughs> yeah. Um so jump jumping off that. Um, you know, we'll wrap things up for you guys. Uh last call of the evening, last call, everybody put your glasses up. Woo. It's empty. Um <laughs> So the last call tonight is a um, little bit of positive talk. Good. No, Dave, fuck out of here. Um, it's one o'clock. It's, it, it's, it's been a good time. It's been a good ride for us tonight. <clears throat> last message I want to leave for you guys is you know, a little inspiration for the week. Uh, don't run from the light. Run towards it. Um, I, I have found that um, nothing great 
is done without hard work and persistence in behind it. Mm. Um, and that persistence and that hard work should not be feared. It should actually be, you should enjoy it. You should look forward welcome to it. Welcome it. You should welcome it, yeah. Mm. Um, because that it not only makes you um, strive for more, but it makes you appreciate the journey, uh, you know, once you look back on it and all the hard work that you put into things. Um, and uh, you, like I said, you appreciate the journey more and it makes you appreciate the product more, you know. Um, this has been fun so far and we're going to keep on grinding. We're going to keep on having a good time, keep on drinking and sharing our stories with y'all and sharing. Uh, look forward to y'all feedback and, um, you know, we're going to keep grinding out. So cheers to you guys. Uh, cheers to everybody listening and drinking with us. Shout out to uh, Starborough uh, Sauvignon Blanc, Whitehaven Sauvignon Blanc too. Um, staples of the New Zealand culture. Uh, and uh, happy wine day for everybody that's listening as well. Even if you missed it, it'll be wine day all weekend. Uh, everybody have a safe uh, Memorial Day weekend. And uh, yes. we'll, we'll link up with uh, definitely some fun stories from after the weekend. Um, signing off for this week's episode, I'm Ken. I'm Fab. And I'm Dave. And you've been listening to the Last Call podcast. Cheers. Cheers. Have a good time. Have a good morning,